Patreon. Hello, Cassandria, and happy Saturday, because once again, not on schedule. And <laughs> hello to our listeners, and welcome to the podcast that you didn't know you wanted, you didn't ask for, you're doing it anyway. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I would like well, to apologize in advance. I gotta apologize in advance for a lot of things, because I don't know what you number one there. A number one, I don't have headphones on because Abe didn't charge them. So I have no headphones for our last episode of season, where are we, two? Three. Oh my god, we're season three? Yeah, dude. I didn't even know. We started this in July. (gasps) Holy shit, we're on season three? Oh my god, we're a bigger deal than I thought. Okay. Such a big deal. Well, I don't have headphones, so we're just going to do this. We're just going to go back to, you know... The first I one. haven't had headphones because I have to check mine again because because reasons. I don't even know. I don't know. Oh, okay. So um, we're good. We're yeah, okay. we're, we're fine. Um, we're fine. And we're the fine. thing is, here's the thing, kids. Unfortunately for you listeners, right before I logged in, I got a little news alert on my uh, my telephone. So oh, we're going to we're going to chat about it for one hot second. You'll all be shocked to hear that it's about Florida. Uh, don't worry. I keep promising you the Florida episode. Bitches, it's coming. Yeah. It's yeah, I know. Because I know. the closer we get to 2024. From A to Z. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about it. But for today, we're going to talk about what just came across my phone. That in a new um, Florida Senate Bill 254, it would grant courts emergency custody of kids who receive gender-affirming care in their homes with their parents' permission. Excuse me, I I am completely lost on this. Uh, can you define gender affirming care, please? Um, yeah, a lot of times in a lot of the laws, it includes um, the therapy that these kids have to go to before they can move to the next step of their gender affirmation. Okay. So in some states, it includes if if your child says, "Hey, something's not right. I think I'm a whatever." However, they word it. I don't want to disrespect how. The conversation yeah. happens um, and you they go to therapy because a lot of times they can't get um, uh, puberty blockers or whatever until they've gone to therapy and a therapist has talked to them and understands that they know and this is the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so some of these states, coincidentally, they're all red states. It's shocking. <laughs> yeah. Want to ban this. That is under the go- under the, the label of gender affirming care, even therapy to talk about it. Wow. Puberty blockers, which are 100% reversible, you know, wow. it prevents the girls from getting their period when they have body dysmorphia, you know, with how they look and developing breasts because they say, you know, they want to transition to be a boy or they are a boy, you know. Yeah. Um, so here, let's just let's just have ourselves just one hot gander. Please. It falls it falls under the same law that protects kids from domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Also, it includes if they have a transparent that the state can go in and remove them from the house. Wow. Mm. No abuse, no beating, no drug use, but if they have a transparent, they can go wow. in. The headline says Florida courts take emergency custody of kids with transparents or siblings. Hold on. Because what, 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 they're not people? Like they, yeah. they're not like us? They're, like what, yesterday they were a male or female, but now they're not? Like now oh, they don't have the same brain? Here's, here's the kicker. Well, the whole thing's a kicker. The bill was introduced on Friday, and it would also allow the Florida courts to modify out-of-state custody agreements. Wow. Uh, wow. Doesn't doesn't even have to have a, a Florida... 
Like one parent is, I'm just so speechless. A proposed bill making its way um, would give the Florida, uh, state of Florida emergency jurisdiction over children who receive or are at risk of receiving gender affirming care. Or if the parent receives it themselves, what do they mean at risk? Nobody's forcing a child to go to therapy or. And I know. I, I, you're not I, at risk okay. of being trans. You are trans. Right. So obviously, Miss Dawn follows all this way more than I do. Let me ask a question here. Um, well, shit, damn it. I had a great question. Now I can't remember. Damn it. What, what well, did you just say? Um, uh, let me see. Uh, the emergency jurisdiction over kids who receive or are at risk of receiving gender affirming care or if their parent receives it themselves. Yeah. Still doesn't help me remember. Senate what I was bill, say, you'll, but you'll doesn't get matter. It. It'll come back. Senate Bill 254, introduced Friday by uh, Senator Clay Yarborough, um, would grant the court authority to take emergency custody of kids under the same statute that protects them from domestic violence. This is just absolutely insane. The state could take temporary custody of a child if it is necessary in an emergency to protect the child. Um, if they are at risk of being subjected to the provision of sex reassignment procedures. Wow. The proposed bill defines sex reassignment prescriptions and procedures as hormone therapy, puberty blockers, and surgeries or procedures that affirm a person's perception of his or her sex. If that perception is inconsistent with the person's sex at birth. So now you're telling these people that they don't know who they are. Right. You're telling them, Oh, this is your perception of who you are, but that's not really who you are. Wow. So let me, let me just give uh, maybe a perspective that maybe not a lot of people have here. Um, I didn't know about all this, of course, like I I'm out of education. I don't pay attention. I, I purposely don't. And maybe that's ignorant, but I had a student in third grade. I taught third grade for, no, he was my second grade student. He, at the time at age 15, he decided he wanted to be a girl. So his mom and dad were very uh, supportive. His name is similar to what it was, totally different name. He is a girl now, a girl. Uh, I knew him as a little boy. I I don't think I, not like you can tell or anything, but um, I remember him obviously as a little boy, even at seven, eight years old, a, a child still has their personality traits that will follow them through life. This boy was the most helpful, the most kind, the most giving person, uh, student that I've ever, ever, no, ever. So to hear this makes me think, okay, so a couple years ago, this boy was very kind and loving, but now that he is a girl, he's not, and, or, or, you know, there are issues. And not know? only that, we know that the bigger issues happen as they approach puberty. So mm-hmm. now you have a human who's assigned a boy going through boy puberty, feeling the dysmorphia that his body is not matching how he's feeling. Exactly what he's going through. She is going through right now. Correct. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we're going to take that away. And we all know the rate of suicide of these kids yeah. who are not allowed to be yeah. who they are. Right. And not for nothing. Same person. I knew in first grade that I had a crush on Billy Romano. <laughs> like I had a crush on Brian W. Yeah. I don't know his last name. Everybody, everybody freaking knows. So to say even to like gay kids, like, oh, they don't know. They're too young to know. I didn't have a crush on Bullshit. Sexton. I yeah, had a crush yeah, on yeah. Billy. Yep. I knew who Hardcore. I was. Hardcore. Yeah. So to say like, oh, you know, you hear so many gay people, you know, 
say, oh, I knew when I was seven. I knew when I was six. And people are like, yeah. you can't know when you're that young. Really? When did you make the decision to be straight? Yeah. Did I ever tell you, I'm not totally changing the subject, but did I ever tell you when I was, uh, maybe my, my first couple of years teaching in the second school, it was a third grade. And there was a boy in my class who loved the fairy books, who loved playing with girls. I knew. Uh, he probably knew, but he was too young at the time to even understand. Right. At a com- at a conference, parent-teacher conference, mom and dad knew. Okay. But dad, I don't think was very comfortable with this. He flat out said to me, I'm talking about academics. I'm talking about social. I'm talking about all the stuff that matters. He stops me and goes, this is what I want to know. He's playing with girls. He's reading these fairy books. Do you think he is, you know, I fucking froze. And then I froze for a second. But then I was like, you know what? He is an eight-year-old student. He's a person. He's a student. He likes what he likes. He is kind. He is respectful. He is very social. Who cares what he reads? Who cares who he plays with? I didn't say it like that, but it was along these right. lines. Like, uh, he loves his friend. His fr- he and his friends get along so well. I think your son has a very positive experience in school, and that's really all we can ever ask for. And he's doing well academically. He wasn't having it. Not having it. I was put in a very uncomfortable position because it was years ago. I was young. I was a new teacher. I mean, a couple of years in, but still. No. It was... I mean, and so this is the second time, well, first time at that point, and now the the transgender uh, boy was the second, but I mean, even in my 13 years in that, in second grade, third grade, two people, two two little boys uh, were absolutely, whether attracted to another sex or wanted to be a girl or, right. or familiarize themselves with a girl. And this was at age seven and it was clear. It was obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, I've seen videos of kids coming out to their parent and like crying because they're so afraid they won't be loved. And the parent is like, honey, I knew it's okay. Right. You know, I've seen so many parents say I knew, but I had to wait till you were ready to tell me. Yeah. And don't you wish a hundred percent of people were like, yeah, I mean, do you, I mean, you probably have read parents or there are probably are some, perhaps are some, what the hell am I talking about? There are probably parents that are upset with their child's tons. I actually, (laughs) I belong to a group on Facebook and it's called stand in pride. And it's like people whose parents have kind of dismissed them or told them no, or told them they can't be part of the family as long as they're gay or lesbian or bi or trans, whatever. And it's so, you know, you can't replace that, but it's a stand in like there's people on the group that match up. Hey, I'm getting my partner and I are getting married. Our parents won't be there because they disagree with us being gay. I, first of all, how do you disagree with who somebody is? Yeah. It's not yeah. like, oh, they disagree that I colored my hair purple. Like, it's different. And it's your parent. Like, I don't they, have they children, disagree. With, I, they disagree with who like... you inherently are. They just disagree with your existence. Right. But isn't there also, like, a um, an unconditional love? I, I don't know this love. I have a lot of friends that have kids and everything i don't feel this i don't know of it but when you have a child i'm assuming it is this unbelievable love that you have for this human so how can you when this human decides maybe later in life that they don't want to be a boy or girl or that they are lesbian or bi or whatever they are like i i just this is so baffling i don't get it either because i think 
I've always thought like, I want my kids to be happy, period. Whatever that looks like for them, that's what I want to support because that's the important thing. Of course. There are so many, if you could see how many people are in this group, two of the people who are on my Facebook, who are friends of mine now, I, three of them actually, because they were in whatever area. And I was like, Hey, if you need a stand in aunt or a stand in that, you know, whatever. And we're friends because they're, they have no relationship with their family. So that I is fantastic. A new oh family member. But that's amazing. I have a, a girl on my team who does that. She, she calls herself an adoptive parent to a bunch of people in Orlando. And unfortunately about two weeks ago, she said that there was uh, a suicide oh and God. it was because of all this like and how do you says, not all i do she goes, right oh she goes all i want to do is love these kids i want to yeah. hug them i want to be there for them when their parents aren't or the world isn't there for them and um, but they still don't feel comfortable yeah. enough or happy enough like it's one not them, enough it's one of not them on enough. my page she'll message me and be like hey i have a question and she'll ask a question about something and we'll chat about it or hey i i tried this recipe and i thought you might like it like because she doesn't have that other person to kind of, yeah. Yeah. even even if they have that relationship with their parent, it's not the relationship there. It's kind of a, I want to say platonic, not platonic, but kind of like. Absolutely. Oh, hey. And honestly, that's the way it is nowadays. And I'm, I'm changing this up. Yes, Miss oh, Dawn. God. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> We are going to move on to a different topic, which we started last last month. We got a little confused with yeah. Black History Month and Women's History Month, but doesn't matter. I have a fact for us tonight with both. It is Women's History Month in March. Go girls! Go girls! I have some facts for you, Miss Dawn. Great, I'd love to hear them. Okay, um, I think I'm going to start with. Um, well, I only have two, but the one I want to talk to you about. I am a business owner, as most people know, uh, and I'm always curious as to female business owners. Like, where are you? Who are you? Let's go. Like, we we are like this little cohort. So I was wondering, who was the first female business owner, whether it was a CEO or owning your business or whatever? Do you happen to know this? No, I only know about um, uh, the, the black woman who did the cosmetics company. Do you um, remember her name? um hold, uh oh my god never mind no 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 no. it's okay i was gonna say is it the same one but i don't think it is so well, i'm just gonna go um have you heard of madam cj walker that's her it's her <laughs> i was like i was gonna say there's initials there's initials oh oh my gosh I, madam last name. Walker. I was like i know it's initials that is fantastic <laughs> yeah there's a whole documentary on her or it's a whole show and She's an African-American woman. So you yep. go, girl. You yep. go, girl. First CEO, woman business owner, yep. multi-millionaire. Love it. Yep. Yep. I did know that. Yes. And there's Yay. a show if anybody wants to check it out and learn all about it. <laughs> well, I believe she has quite a story. You know, I didn't uh, research everything. I was kind of just doing a little bit of starting research. I'm very created, interested. She created the product she needed. Because there was limited product and this could be totally wrong, but I feel like I believe she created it and it took off as a business because women were like, oh yeah, we, yeah, yep. 
Yes. And yeah, like I, I, I'm all about this trying to look into it. I did see the word Vaseline. I'm not sure if that, or not Vaseline brand, but like a petroleum jelly. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. I am definitely going to look into Madam CJ Walker. So this was, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't. She died in 19, 19. This was like 18, late 1800s. And, um, so yeah, a female CEO. So I am doing a little bit more research on female. She's she's the first self, self self-made female millionaire. Self-made. Yep. Self-made. Yep. And also, uh, in, in, you know, my heart, she is a, was a political and social activist. Yes, she was. She was. She was. Um, what's the word? Philanthropist. She was a philanthropist. 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 I always get the accents wrong. My mom always says documentaries instead of documentaries. She goes documentaries, and I'm like, I. I enjoy hearing people put the the documentaries. I said, Mother, are you from England? I don't even know if they talk like that, but whatever. I love it. I love when when British people say aluminum. Aluminium. Really? <laughs> I, have to, I have to look that up. Shit. It's so good. Uh, but piggybacking on that. Okay, so that was that long ago. In the United States, I almost shit my pants. Okay, which we were just talking about a TikTok video, you guys, where somebody was shitting his pants. This happens way more often than we all talk about. So clearly, quit it, okay? Everybody is shitting their pants, so I don't want to fucking hear that you haven't. Just tell me your story. Okay. But the second thing is, um, women were not allowed to own a business until here's the year. Ready? 1988. 1988. Can you imagine? I was already seven. I know you were already 17, something like 16, 17. Yep. Can you even, women were not even allowed to have businesses. 1988. Oh my God. I was like, oh, oh, women businesses. Okay, what maybe this is the 40s, 50s, latest 60s. Nope. 88. 88. Holy shit. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Here's another women's history fact. Ladies, um, we had we got access in the United States to contraceptive pills for unmarried women, because apparently, you know, that you know, whatever. You were a hoe. 1972. 1970 F and two. So in my lifetime, we had access to the pill. And now in my lifetime, we have people actively working to remove that right. Unbelievable. That that access that women can plan their family. Just, I'm so irritated by that freaking Florida story that everything is coming back to. And they're trying to take this right. And they're trying to take it's so bad. And I was, uh, as, as usual, my shower, I'd listen to CNN. This is really the only time I get my news and Miss Dawn probably hates me for that. But Miss Dawn got your news for you. Okay. I don't, I don't want not your news girl. Um, but yeah, I was listening to, um, somebody on CNN, whoever it is talking about Ron DeSantis making his you know, starting his whole campaign and everything with Trump, uh, doing their seat. What is it? CPAC and stuff. Who's going this? Who's going that? And and then uh, obviously talking about their 2024 presidential campaign run. And I am so scared. <laughs> I mean, I live in Orlando, so I'm going to see everything. I mean, probably in Orlando, we're not going to see a lot of Ron DeSantis supporters. 
Um, but obviously Florida is very big and this is sickening. People in Florida who are paying attention need to set aside some time to make sure they're making their phone calls. Miss Dawn um, is talking to me, everybody. She's like, she said somebody or people. She's talking to me. Okay, go. Listen, it takes literally less than three minutes to call your I, representatives. Yeah, no, you're right. If, if you, you could do it while you're taking a dump. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but right. like, I have called my representatives so often. I'm like, oh, hey, at Cory Booker's office. I'm like, hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. <laughs> it's Dawn Messino. I just wanted to call and let the senator know that I'm really glad that he is supporting this bill. Or so they, they, they have to pass along. All they just write it down. They write down like usually your okay. zip code or whatever, but oh. they can count. So that way your senator or whoever can say, hey, we took, we took this many calls. They want us okay. to support this bill or Good. they're real pissed off about this bill. And yeah. there's been stuff in other states that I see people on TikTok. I don't really give a shit what anybody has to say about TikTok because I have gotten more accurate news earlier and in more detail than I do from the tv news yeah people you know they're small groups of people who are making a living doing this and i'm telling you the information that i have gotten and then it's given me more of an opportunity to research it's coming from people who have nothing to gain on either side just here's the thing that's happening you know they're right now um florida and iowa gen gen zers i guess are, are planning huge walkouts and yes, I, I saw that. Uh, I watched that video that you sent It me. should yes, be supported. People who can, who know there's going to be a walkout near them, should be showing up to those parking lots and clapping for those kids. Right, who are, right. Who are, who are saying, put the goddamn books back on our shelves. Yeah. You right. don't get to decide yes. because you yes. don't like it that I don't have access to this. That book. was it. That was fucking it. That was what I was going to talk about, the fucking books. That was it. <laughs> yes. God damn it. That was it. Like, and I'm hearing stuff. I'm in the shower, shaving my legs. And I'm hearing shit like which books are being banned. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I'm like, this is crazy. Listen, all of us, all of us grew up reading these books. Most of us, okay, it's always the 80-20 principle, okay? Always 80-20. 80% of people, we got it. We got it. Awesome information. And then we got those 20% that have to start trouble. But these books are life shaping i mean i didn't teach i didn't teach a lot of the books that that we're talking about but but we started at a very young age talking about social behaviors and different people and diversity and this and that and then to be like oh you can't have this book and this book and this book and then uh what the fuck is he doing saying oh uh we need a list of books it will let parents? me let me tell you what duval county down there has banned Ugh. 173 books so far maybe it's wow more. so here's the thing i'm gonna take let's not even talk about the ones that are you know for older kids that might talk about i don't i really yeah. don't even know whatever yeah well yeah there I mean, are books they, like yeah. fry fry bread which is about native it's it's a book that's geared from four to eight year olds about okay a little native kid who's making the fry bread for a celebration and this and that um dumpling dumpling soup which is oh yeah we had a lot of these books in my school yeah Yeah. it's it's on the band list it's banned wow Um, wow so So what do you gotta be you gotta be a wasp 
Yep. You got to be a wasp to yep. be in this fucking country. And if you if you look like uh, if you're an Asian kid or an indigenous kid, or whatever, you only get to see books about white kids. You don't you don't get to be represented in your classroom anymore. Oh my god! So they're allegedly they go well. We're only removing them until we go through them and approve them. First of all, what made you the approval people? I don't understand. Second of wow. all, one of the books is again geared for I think four to eight year olds. It's called D- something Rosa Parks. It's it's literally it's a kids. You know, a kid's kid's book, like a tiny preschool kid's book. Yeah. That one has already been reviewed and rejected. Amazing. So they're telling you, oh, we're going to review them and put them back in the classroom, except for the ones we reject, except they're rejecting a book from four to eight. There's nothing in it that's inappropriate. Talk about Rosa Parks was tired and she sat in front of the book. Crazy. It's nuts. And empowered other people who looked like her to say, hey, we get to be treated equally. Like, that's the message Ron DeSantis does not want children and to hear. stupid assholes in Florida are following this bullshit. Correct. Are you nuts? Are you nuts? My friend Dawn is a teacher down there, and she goes, the support that these people have is I terrifying. I, I couldn't. Thank God. But Thanks. let's have let's have some good news, because Miss Andrea, I'm going to tell you a little quick fun story. Please! Miss Andrea has to get going. It's a short episode this week. Yes. Um, unless we chat another time for five minutes and tape it whatever who cares anyway um ron DeSantis, or as i know some people like to call ron de satan um Ooh. he was having a book signing about a book that can only be filled with ignorance and stupidity uh, uh, at books a million wherever somewhere in florida and trump supporters showed up with their trump 2024 flags and their t-shirts and the, and they didn't go in the store they didn't go near the bookstore they were in the parking lot and so the security guard showed up and he was like, um, I was told anybody who showed up with the Trump paraphernalia, blah, 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 had to be asked to leave. Okay. The Trump supporters are like, what about the First Amendment? I'm like, you fuckers ran right into the goddamn point and didn't even see it. <laughs> yeah. What about the First Amendment? What about the First Amendment that you people wanted to silence for four years when people were protesting police brutality, whatever? You were happy to silence that. Yeah. But now that it's happening to you, Y'all are like, yeah. that's our right. Oh, it's always, it's always like that. And oh, when like, it affects go, you or gets too close to home, yeah, and then like, you care is, about it. This is fascism. Yeah, bitch. Oh, it yeah, is fascism. Yeah. That's Shut right. The fuck up talking about it. It'd be like me talking about shit that you talk yeah. about. Like, you'd be like, bitch, shut up. You don't even know. Yeah. This is fascism. Yeah. It, just like when you were doing it to us wow. and not letting us do shit. You dumb bastards. I am praying with everything that my atheist body will allow. <laughs> that the DeSantis people and the Trump people eat each other alive I in know. the upcoming year. It is so bad. It is, and, you know, a, a, from, a clash of stupidity. From what I know too, and I do, do not seek this information out. I get like the basic, the minimum basic enough to know, enough to know. Um, I am, I've already started people talking about uh, Trump 2024, if they're on my Facebook page, you are fucking blocked. I want nothing to do with you. I, I feel like, especially with Trump, and you remember that that question I asked you, I said, okay, if it had to be Ugh. the new president, would it be, would you want, you don't want it, but DeSantis or Trump? And I know you were like, just kill me, but. I've asked that of a couple people after you asked me, and I will yeah. tell you, Every single one of them said Trump. 
Really? Because I was they gonna think say differently. Ron DeSantis is, and I think only because of what is going on now under him, he's actually way more dangerous. Really? Like, that I guess one, that other I guess I, too stupid to get anything done. And I think I'm very. I'm, I think maybe I'm too focused on the shit with Trump, like disrespecting women I, oh. I feel like i'm so stuck on that where i feel like trump is like the devil incarnate he and is. i'd rather have ron DeSantis, even though he's horrible i i don't want either but if i had to pick the lesser of the two i would say ron but maybe i don't know enough no i think i think people in the senate and that they have stood up and said this is enough with trump and this and that but they gotta mm-mm. ron DeSantis wow. is doing some he just appointed a guy to oversee that that whole issue with disney Oh my gosh, yes. Oh, I was listening to that this morning too. This, oh this my god. This guy thinks tap water makes you gay. Oh my god. <laughs> he shouldn't be in charge of tying his own shoes. Oh my god. Yeah. He thinks the um the birth control pills and whatever in the water raises the estrogen level and that's what's making people gay. I guess only men are gay. Women with high estrogen levels. But yeah, yeah. They're not gay, you dumb fuck. Wow. I guess there's no gay women in Florida, except I know a couple. So. Wow. There you go. Sorry, kids. This wasn't even the Florida episode. And there you got it. Florida. I know, right? Holy shit. Because I really think I keep hearing a lot of lawyers and a lot of pundits say, pay attention because if Florida gets away with it, it's going to give Greg Abbott. It's going to give Governor It's going to give a lot of governors the wherewithal to say, well, we can do it here then. And they're going to get away with it. All right. Well, you know what? We might have to add to the list of stuff to do while you're here. I mean, it's going to be at least a month and a half or so. So maybe there might be. Yeah, I'm (laughs) saying there might be something going on here where we're going to have to pick it. We're going to have to be on the news down here. Miss Dawn, watch out, y'all. Miss Dawn is oh. gonna be on the Orlando news. <laughs> when we went to we went to New York in 2017 when Kyle and Nandy visited, and we were on Fifth Avenue, and Nandy was shopping, and Ari was a baby. I was like, "Hey, I'll be right back." I walked three blocks down, went in front of Trump Tower. He wasn't there. <laughs> gave Trump Tower the finger and walked back up, <laughs> just because I could. Yeah, I but don't know. That note, my little friends, Miss Andrea still has work to do this evening. I do. And I have vegan sushi waiting for me. Vegan sushi. Well, and can we just say that this is episode 10 of season three. And I think we're at, we do 10, right? So this is the season finale. Yep. So Florida, you win. You win. Florida, you win. Get ready because shit's going to go down. You keep it up. You're going to be the opening episode of season Ah, four. I think so. We're going to have to talk about it. Maybe the opening episode of season four is going to have to be down in Florida. I'm coming coming for you, Rhonda. I know it. I know it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, kids, you have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. Make good choices. Bye. (laughs)